tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. going to be the next one to be on the top of the NXT roster? Is that lyrics? Yes. Okay. It's exactly what it means. The song was r- written way too much. Way too early. Way too early. Like not, you're not there yet. You're too okay. early. To your Sorry. first grade job. Sorry. Anyways. Yeah. This is the Breaking Ground <laughs> After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. I'm Kathy Kelly and joining me as always, Brandon Taylor. Yep, that's me again. At CWFH. <laughs> Training. Training. On Twitter. On the Twitter. On the Twitter. It's the most hey, enthusiastic intro I've ever heard. <laughs> yep. I, the most enthusiastic man that's to right. train how to wrestle. I've got a lot of charisma. Go <laughs> me. Uh, you need a gimmick. Anyway. Uh, Sitting next to Brandon. <laughs> Mark Donica. Hi, I'm the internet soapbox Mark Donica. On Twitter, at Soapbox Mark, I'm trying to... I'll get out of Jessica Jones mode. Uh, we just got off the air, and that have that show. Dude. I want to be here when I grow up. I want those powers. You want to be Kristen Ritter or Jessica Jones? <laughs> oh, Jessica Jones for okay. sure. You, you just want to be an alcoholic? No. Yeah. <laughs> Ten steps ahead of you. PTSD's tough, man. Just, like, super <laughs> strong. Mm. That's, like... The equivalent on the NXT roster would be Nia Jax, who we're going to talk about tonight. But we have a very special guest in studio, Bill Hansdock, and... (laughs) (laughs) You may have noticed. I am way more enthusiastic than that. (laughs) Hey, he's our guest. I'm just saying. Sundown Motel on the Twitter. Yeah. Hi, everybody. (laughs) I'm happy to be here. Um, Private idea. Very enthusiastic wrestling fan, yeah, and for sure. lover of all things, all reality shows that WWE puts out, from yes. Breaking Ground to to Total the Divas. best show on television. <laughs> See, you know that's fair because neither NXT or Breaking Ground are on American television. Yeah, so we that's can say true. that you can yeah. say that yeah. Total Divas is the best. <laughs> you can't Tom, say it. You I can't, physically can't I say it. Jessica can't Jones say. isn't on television either. True. Damn it, you're right. Ooh. Fair enough. True. Yeah. All right. Fine. I guess the only other show that can win is Donald Divas. Um, but Good we job. were talking about before we started doing this after show that this was one of the best put together episodes of Breaking Ground thus far. It mm-hmm. kind of felt like a continuation of last week's episode because they they focused on a lot of the same people yeah. that they did as they did last week with the tag team episode. Um, so it's clear that Breaking Ground they're setting it up to be very serialized, like. You're, get, you're getting introduced to Cal Bishop in one episode, and then the next episode, you get to know more about him, and then the next episode, he gets fired. I kind know? of wonder yeah. if Surprise. that's <laughs> what they intended to do, because I remember hearing that the first episode wasn't even fully cut together until mm. hours before it premiered. I can believe that. Yeah. That episode mm. was a mess. And now, <laughs> yeah. now we've started to focus. We're honing in, and we actually get longer segments mm-hmm. with people, and yeah. the stories are developing. This is almost a 40-minute episode. This yeah. is almost yeah. an hour of like actual television. It's, yeah. all, it's all like 
finding its its structure and finding its footing as it goes and yeah. I think that that's really exciting it's just getting better and better but there is still a point of at least once an episode where I'm like imagining like William Shatner in the booth like reading these words and having absolutely no idea what they mean <laughs> or right. desire to know what they yeah. mean but he's, yeah. I mean he's really what? like how should, I be, how should I be reading this <laughs> Uh, Doesn't matter. How do you say his name? Just Yeah. 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 That's great, Bill. Why don't we try one take where you uh, think you understand what the words mean? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yes. I, uh, yes. I was going to say Shatner's been the glue the whole time no, because it's like, of it, his. It's been one of his best performances in like, a, a decade. But it's just funny to think about, like. He doesn't know what has happening. He has no clue. Yeah, he's like seventy three or something. No, he's, but if he just said, started yeah. going off on a tangent, like oh, this person's career is going to take off, just like you can too at Priceline dot com. Just work that in. Yeah, <sighs> so strange. Cross promotion. They could have gotten anybody else. I know there's a lot of a lot of wrestlers who have good speaking voices, and mm. they couldn't just get them in a booth and not I pay mean, them I a whole lot this, more. This, <laughs> Even though most people don't even realize that it's William Shatner doing the voice, it does kind of add an extra element to the legitimacy of the show. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine they're paying him that much. And I also he's, no, he's William. Shatner. Honestly, I don't think that it was <laughs> WWE right. that did that. I think that it was the production company's yeah, choice on who they yeah. had narrate. Yeah. Um, but before we get into this episode, I do want to discuss something that we've kind of brushed on in past after shows, but. Um, it's been a, a topic this week. McFoley came out, um, and a couple other people came out and said that shows like this are what's ruining kayfabe. And do you agree with <laughs> hmm. that? You mean because it eliminates, because it just tosses kayfabe out the window? <laughs> As Brandon Taylor sits here, yes. <laughs> <laughs> after shows like this ruins yeah. kayfabe. After Buzz is just tearing the. the <laughs> Veil down, but you're a different person, right? And that's I think that's what they're starting to figure out doing mm-hmm. shows like that. It's that's a different world, that's the real world, and then there's the television NXT world, yeah. well, which the, is the alternate universe. The biggest contrast Earth has to two. be Tyler Breeze because yeah. this is that's one of bad. the first times, it, unless people watch the E60 special, that's one of the first times that a lot of viewers have seen Matt Clement, not. Yeah. Tyler Breeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially the, in this episode. The stuff that he was saying uh mm-hmm. just had me yelling for joy but also in in just um simply amazement that they're giving away this information yeah. for free. Yeah. Like what he said, it's write it down. Yeah. Really invaluable <laughs> to people that want to get into the industry. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what he's saying is stuff that I've known for years and years and to, to just mm-hmm. give it away like that. But that's what made Incredible. like that scene like so captivating for people who haven't paid to mm-hmm. learn that like that those lessons is just like seeing like the the hard separation between the person and the character and laying it all out like that of like the things that you have to keep in mind and the things mm-hmm. that you have to be aware right. of right it's a conscious decision to shape and mold a character like that it's not simply turning up your personality to 11 that's <laughs> not how that works right. <laughs> you actually have to take thought and time and craft something that's a product it's a product and 
the, the hobo's a product of, of mine, and Tyler Breeze is the product <laughs> of Matt Clement. Hobo will disagree with that whole thing. He will, up and Mark's down. Mark's brain just exploded it if you're yeah. listening. Uh, I think, uh, going back to something that I've said on, on this show previously, I think this is a part of the of the ultimate strategy to create better wrestlers around the world so that when they start looking for people, they go, oh, good, you learned that thing well, that we Well, this is what you. we're looking for as well. Because mm-hmm. we're learning it with, uh, with Juice off in Japan, and now yep. Sammy Callahan mm-hmm. uh, showing back up in Chicago and all around the world, and uh, Presumably around the world to make himself a, to make both of them bigger names, and he's spreading for the people style. who are just Sorry. WWE Solomon fans. Crow, Solomon and Crow, and CJ Parker, went, yeah. and yes. CJ Parker went, going back to di- uh, older names of theirs to make their stock. Their stock was was uh, brought up by being in NXT mm-hmm. as a worldwide product, and now going back around the, the world, they're going to raise it even yeah. higher yeah. with all of the the word of mouth that they have, and this, and especially that Bree scene, seems like more of their strategy to just make wrestling right. better, which is a weird thing to think about from the corporate overlords that are WWE. Well, yeah. And it's it's interesting. We, we, have have a, IWC. we have a, a friend down there right now who's lending hand in, in the performance center uh, Rocky Romero. Literally, he's today. a guest trainer. <laughs> oh, is he actually? Oh, is he actually there? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't he's know down that. there this week as a as a guest trainer, which and is that, so exciting. That news broke. That's I think awesome. it was yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, well, now that's public. <laughs> but he's someone that has been training a lot of the guys at Championship Wrestling yeah. from Hollywood mm-hmm. at the training center right. right here. His information is absolutely invaluable. I've known it my entire career because I've been training with him that long. Which is, <laughs> I, I think, this. sorry, brain exploding. Still, still getting over that hobo thing you said. Yeah. But um, from the beginning, in the Fit Pit, which is the the first you're starting out so place, started in Van um, and, ha- and knowing Rocky there and then learning who Rocky was afterwards going, holy crap! <laughs> and then especially even better, like him remembering who I was from that period is just like, who the hell am I? You're Rocky goddamn Romero. Yeah, Excuse me. <laughs> I was. but and, and to sit as as a non-player in those sessions with him training, 100% invaluable. Yeah. They're beyond lucky to get Rocky down there. I think he's just such a genuine person. Yeah. That adds a lot to it. Yeah. Um, I, we were talking about his career, and he's been doing it for 16 years. And I said, it's not that you've been wrestling for 16 years. It's that you've been able to keep the magic for 16 years. Like, and be so humble about that, it. That's what it is. It's hard to just stay positive and be an influence for that long. It's almost impossible. So when you find somebody who's done it, ooh, they're a gem. Yeah. Um, well, maybe we should put over some people that are actually on breaking ground. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, another another dude that we know. We got a little bit. We actually got a name drop of Mr. Ryan Katz this I episode. Know. Was, okay, true. so I watched the episode twice because I usually just watch it once, like mindlessly, mm-hmm. and then I watch it for notes so we can do the after <laughs> show. Um, but the first time, I didn't even notice that it was Ryan, and he's my best friend, and I was like, "What am I doing?" Terrible but it was human. because there wasn't like they didn't show his face. Right. We saw the the you the saw lower side third. and back. And they gave him, gave him a lower third, but no face. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, editing. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting so there. So good. Yeah. Um, but we start off this episode with, as they refer to him, the social media darling of ZZ. That sentence alone <laughs> just solidifies why he's on this show. Yep. Yeah. He's just there for this show. They yeah. do not see him as a long-term prospect. He is just going to do numbers investment. for them. That's yeah. it. Which is surprising because I feel like if 
if they wanted to use someone from the show, why not use Sarah? Since she had the same social media draw, but it doesn't seem like they're necessarily invested in building her um, as a diva, like as we heard from the, just, the end of the show. I just think that probably with Sarah, um, and I'm someone who was a fan of her on Tough Enough, Like mm-hmm. I think the problem with Sarah on Breaking Ground is... She doesn't really seem captivating in any way yeah. for a reality show. She seems, reality seems like shows she's probably just going to like or... work hard and do her best not to smile all the time. <laughs> like you can't really do a breaking ground story. Like Josh, like scoffing at ZZ, like that's enough to keep Josh on the show because he barely, yeah, barely. Like he's in the background yeah. showing up ZZ every chance he gets <laughs> but instead the, of building him up, which the, was really what he should do. The one mm-hmm. shot we got of Sarah was like everyone else is like angry about something or like concerned about something. She's like sitting on the ring, ring apron, like just staring. <laughs> like everyone's looking one way, and she's just like staring off into space. Look a bug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, ZZ's got a more uh, is he's got a more interesting story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether you and he's also a very polarizing person just whenever yeah. he's going to be on or you hate him yeah but yeah. also whether you whether you like him whether you you watch tough enough or not cuz we totally did uh, <laughs> it was uh seeing a guy who's that young and has that I air about him he's so young yeah, he's, that's yeah. the thing. he's, he's the super same young. Age as- Noof. Yeah, it's the same. God, God bless her if she watches. We we know your name, uh, but it's it's compelling to see a dude who who's that out of it mm-hmm. try to get into this world to one show how hard it is to, yeah. to the everyday person and two you want to see him succeed. Well, I'm I'm well, really interested. Too. Arguably, I, yeah. I am interested in seeing if by the end of this season of Breaking Ground, however many episodes we get, yeah. if he has improved or if it's going to be the continuation yeah. of every single week. I feel like we see Zizi and he's struggling, whether yeah. it's with you know a, a new move or roles or this week. Robbie Brookside pushing him with cardio and him not being able to um, face up or stack up to the other guys. Yeah. I mean, he seemed emotionally broken after this (laughs) segment, and that's pretty much why he didn't really appear at any other point during the show. It was like, oh, well, that's the end of that thread. He's broken now. I think we'll get him in two weeks, hope, hopefully, whether he's improved or not. Well, he did reportedly at, like, legitimately get he hurt. He yeah. hurt, but I think that'll be uh, maybe yeah. by the time season two rolls around. I don't right. know that they'll show that. No. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, we definitely won't see it so They might report on his recovery, yeah. Yeah. if anything. Well, so. the one thing that surprises me about ZZ, like, I watched all of Tough Enough, and even into like now like after he's been given a, a contract and everything like I'm a guy who's been out of shape a lot and like worked really hard to not be out of shape and it just is always it's just constantly surprising to me about ZZ that like just his mental makeup is like and he's like 19 which is crazy like he just is so unwilling to like listen mm-hmm. to people and be coachable and he's so unable to like push through. Mm-hmm. That's things. what it is is a, a lot of training is mental and whether you think you can do it or not and you can psych yourself out and think that you can't push yeah. through and that's what a lot of people whether you're in shape or out of shape you just have to right. mentally either think that you can do it or do it until your body breaks and trust that you're not going to die. But he's the only <laughs> he's like the only person I've ever seen like in, in like in real life like doing any sort of like fitness thing like with a goal to accomplish like with a specific like set of parameters of like you have to do this or we will drop you or we will fail you just consistently like not do not it. do it well I think he needs smaller goals you're talking about weight loss and fitness and getting in shape and it all breaks down into smaller goals I mm. I myself went 
went through many changes, and it's all about setting smaller goals and hitting those goals. Truly, his goal is simply not to get fired, and that's not, that's a, not a, goal. a solid goal. You no. need a really smaller, no, 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 but like, solid you know, they're like Something that you're in control like, of. Right. Like, stop screwing around. He won't do it. You know, just He's give me ten kid. more seconds. He won't do it. Like, yeah, so no. He's a teenager. <laughs> She's not much better. Paige, JoJo, there are so many people that started at 18, 19 in the performance Paige center. Paige is and an anomaly. It doesn't matter <laughs> that Paige is an anomaly, but there are so many people that started at the performance center at a very young age. Um, the Rotundas, like, there are so many people, and even though they were born into this industry, they still took it seriously, and there are people that weren't born into this industry who take it seriously. And, I mean, we see, yeah. even with Josh, even though he was in better shape going into it, he still transformed his body into something that's better than it was when he started. <laughs> yeah. My and, takeaway from this is, like, alligator wrestling must be, like, the least demanding thing you can possibly... <laughs> because, like, because the whole thing about, like, being young, like, it, it, it must be a combination of him being young. If it is at all about him being young, it must be a combination of him being young and having never done anything structured athletically ever. No, because yeah, you can't tell right. me that, like, Gable and Jordan weren't, like, on a bike for three hours trying to cut weight when they were, like, 15 and 16. Right. You know, like, the, like that's, that's not stuff that, like, just being dedicated to, like, achieving one little thing isn't tied to like being immature and being young. He needs right. to wake up in the new world that he's in because he's too busy. He's too stuck in his world <laughs> of it It takes a village yeah. and, and all of that stuff where he had that community thing where and it was all about... Yeah, yeah it, it, it was a, it's a different sort of Entitlement. I just, I'm just, I just wish that Zizi's dad could be around every week. Yeah, that one week he was around was great. He is glorious. (laughs) He's like everything that you would imagine Zizi's dad to be, but also he has like some of Greg Allman's DNA. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do the music too. We're the first. He's no angel. He's no angel. We're the first story thread of the whole episode. After after this, uh, we see a little bit more of uh, Ryder and Raleigh and Gable and Jordan. Of course, Gable and Jordan. Move on in uh, the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic that we already saw play out on NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ryder and Raleigh seem like they're struggling a little bit with chemistry. We saw that last week, but they aren't getting in the same number of reps that tag teams that are in the same location are getting. Exactly. Yeah, consistency. The lack of consistency is going to cause a lot of a lot of problems as mm-hmm. a tag team. You're gonna your performance as a unit is going to suffer. Yeah. And that's just part of what being separated is is all about. It sounds like we'll see more of this pan out over the rest of the season. Yeah. But um, I wanted to mention, I wrote down, the slow-mo cam shots were really cool in between different segments. Yeah. I just really like those. But uh, we see Cal Bishop. And um, this is a guy who the coaches are only saying good things about. We saw his story last week, and it's hard not to get behind the guy because of how passionate he is about the industry. Um, but his return after being injured twice. Right. I mean, um, just everything they were saying confirmed what I had originally thought. He tore his labrum. He tore his rotator cuff. He had uh, three injuries and two, two surgeries. Yeah. And that's, oh, man, it's that hard to come back from. Mm. Especially with your your main your right arm that is argue well aside, aside I mean your legs but are well, very important too handers. but it fair but they they showed him picking up crow they showed the exact moment exact, his shoulder oh, slipped out again it was a body slam he yep, went up was, like this and went clunk and they put him down and went oh damn it I thought yeah. he said that was the first time and then the second yeah, time that was twenty fourteen hip toss in practice yeah 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 feeding for hip tosses. Right, right arm's gonna 
stay firm and yeah. just funk. Oh, damn it, not again. So but, can he just go to Mexico and start working then? Is that Couldn't anybody, really? <laughs> um, we'll talk about his... <laughs> oh, sorry, somebody in the chat. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Easy. <laughs> his fate at the end of uh, watch the it. after show. But um, they begin to talk about the Divas Revolution, and we see a lot of um, the female talent down at NXT. They mention some of the girls that moved up to the main roster recently, including um, Paige and Sasha. And then we see Nia Jax, who uh, (laughs) we love here at AfterBuzz, but... The Rock, her cousin, also oh, strongly pr- put over on uh, Instagram this are, past week. Are they related? Something? Mm-hmm. Yes. She he puts her over a lot, like a lot. Loves her. She's great. She's yes, we know. She's one hundred percent fantastic. As long as she keeps keeps improving. Yep. Uh, yeah. And as long as she remains associated with Eva Marie. <laughs> Nothing but good things. But I also love, there are so many people, whether it's male or female, who when they're interviewed or when they're on Breaking Ground or whatever it is, mm-hmm. they're talking about how their goal is to be the best and to be on the main roster and to make an impact uh, that stands the test of time longer than just themselves. And she's one of those people that I actually believe it's going to happen, and I'm rooting for her. It starts with stature. She's got a, a, a unique look, and it's very it's very different, and she doesn't fit in in the most honestly, positive way. it's not her stature. It's her drive, and it's clear that her, her work ethic is there. Yes, but, I mean, it starts with the look. As soon as you come out, you have to have that moment where people connect with you. And people understand what she is the moment she starts. Now, that starts with her drive at the very beginning. But it's it all is managing to come together in the right way for her. I, I disagree that it's, it's about her stature because I look at her and Tamina Snuka to have very similar builds. And I don't see, I don't feel as connected as a, a fan to Tamina as I do to Nia Jax. I think okay. that's a lot. Like that's a lot to do with presentation, though, too. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. didn't really present Tamina like when like we've known Tamina for years yeah. now, and we didn't we weren't introduced to Tamina as like wow, look at this huge like this impressive powerhouse, and that's how we that's, that's how, how it was supposed to be though. But, well, but she was she, she was, with was the never Usos presented. And, yeah. yeah, it was just like hey, she look another Samoan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happens to be Snooka's daughter. Right? Look how look at that. It's cool. She's like, super I think, fly. Yeah, Naya's like got all of the potential to be like the new like the awesome Kong for a new generation. Right. But she has the added benefit of not having been She's awesome Kong before coming to WWE. Yeah, that's true. So she Naya Jax gets to be WWE's own thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I think will give her a much bigger chance to become a bigger thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, she she gets to be something that they create. Yeah. So they like that yeah. a lot. She's <laughs> plus the. Family I'm actually associated help. with yeah. The Rock, and yeah. they love I that. They so the nine million Twitter followers <laughs> or whatever it is, uh, yep. nothing behind her. Um, so we see it's no uh, writer revolution. A little bit of her, <laughs> and this is the first time where we see Tyler Breeze in a teaching capacity. Um, he's helping out with the women training and them trying to find their character. This was just great to watch because as he was talking, I was going, this is amazing! And the girls were looking at him like, I have no idea how to take all this. Well, it's yeah, like it was, free training. <laughs> but it was, it was great to see, see the girls go like, 
doing like the nodding that I'm listening, but like there's nothing. Like, they can't. They can't process it. Newf is it's like too much. Doll, Kardashian. It's like, yeah. Got I'm, it. I'm a big Kardashian. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll later. get there. Um, but he kind of schools them on gorgeous George, and, <sighs> and I love um, the old oh. footage. Oh man, that's you can such probably good watch stuff. on the WWE Network, probably. Which is no, really I don't cool. think so. Really, we we've so. talked to him about uh, how he came into his character and the the references that he had and. Um, you know, what he was a fan of before are not necessarily what everyone thinks. Like, Zoolander wasn't the first mm-hmm. thing that came yeah. to his mind as far as his character went, which is really interesting. It's just, it's just sort of how, how funny that it sort of got there, mm-hmm. because I guess that means that Zoolander is the the thing, but it's he yeah. found a different road and yeah. got almost to the same place. Which, but um, why male models? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was Sorry. so funny, because with Rocky Romero down at NXT this week, I saw a couple people who are training at NXT um, talk about how they're studying Japanese wrestling like yesterday, and I was like, oh, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> you should watch this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, we see the girls in class, which they refer to as a skull session. Mm-hmm. I had never heard that term I before. I don't know that one. Um, but they, it is they might to... have meant skill session. Oh. That's William sort Shatner. Sort of what I thought. Uh, <laughs> but maybe they have a, yeah. a skull but that skull, they skull session well, might be like a, a corporate brainstorming thing. Yeah. That I, I thought been... it was a squirrel session and <laughs> I was worried yeah. about <laughs> taking invasion. over the earth. Squirrel. Yeah. No, not a squir- <laughs> squirrel session. Um, so it is to develop their on-camera image. <laughs> so they're watching They're watching Nikki Bella. Yes. yes. Yeah. Which uh, she does have a very defined image whether you yeah. like it or not. Yeah. No, and especially in those call interviews, it, it allows no matter who's on the other side of that that camera to you know really shine. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, like no matter example, no matter like well, I mean for the most part, just about anyone on the main roster, like someone who's in the performance center, especially and a lot of people who are in NXT, just watching someone who's been on camera and been on TV for like ten years, mm-hmm. that can help with just like how do I be natural on yeah. camera? Like this is a good way. To learn, yeah. you know? and they were talking about scripts and and how 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 you memorize it and then how you repeat it and change it, it so it that own. it's your own and it feels natural while keeping with the original theme of the script. That's something that's always been difficult for me in hosting is sometimes you have a script and you have to repeat it exactly verbatim or the writers get mad at you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you are given that leeway and it it makes it a lot easier because you're able to to put it in your own words. Um, and make it that much more natural. It feels less mechanical that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. for sure. Um, but it was cool to see a little bit into that. We also get to see Noof given her name, which is going to be Aaliyah. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Katz delivered the news, and um, we saw her at the top of the show frustrated that she hasn't been booked on live shows, but now she's happy because um, she gets the name Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Um, she immediately it. talks to Regal and wants to have a meeting with him about how she can begin developing her character, pitches some ideas about how she wants to be the Kardashian Bratz doll. How original. Scrap that. I mean, that's, that's exactly what he said. And yeah. I, I no, thought I, that was close. really smart on him to give her that advice, but not to, it didn't look like he was rolling his eyes. It was him saying, you know, when you do debut and mm. if you are, you know, 
if you have the the career trajectory of being on NXT TV in a year, year and a half, and then moving to the main roster a year, year and a half after that, the Kardashians could be obsolete mm-hmm. by then. So don't base this off a character they in in pop culture. They won't be. You can't be current. You can so. never be current in professional wrestling. Yeah. Really, because you never know. You could you could show up, but that doesn't stop them from trying. No, right, right. Yes. Well, you just have to pick a, a timeless archetype. Yeah. It's Commedia dell'arte, so you have to pick the form right. that it, that it speaks to everyone, or, or have a character that can develop. Right. Like Tyler Breeze's character, like while Adam he's Ross. a male model, it's it started with you know just a selfie, and now it's the selfie but, stick, which became popular months later, and now it's Skype and Periscope and all but these I, other. But things. But I do have to say, like picking that Kardashian archetype. That is definitely something that can develop and grow and not could, be yeah. dated. Because just like picking someone who's like an entitled, like, but that's, yeah, yeah, but they girl. already have that character right. in multiple that's forms. Fair. That's fair. So that's you're totally just fair. sort of recreating the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You just try and get a press and stamp them out. No, you got to have yeah. something that's different, something that differentiates yourself from the roster. Right. Find the thing that differentiates yourself from them, and then expand on that. Right. Yeah. While we're talking about Noof, I have to discuss this with some other people. Please. Yes. Every week I see Noof and Talking Head segments, and every week she's wearing the most '90s ass clothing. I can like '90s she's are popular again. Always dude. got a choker on. She's always got a pastel like halter top. It might like, still be the '90s in Canada. I think that she's working through just like the South. I think she's working her way through like every outfit that was worn in the Josie and the Pussycats movie. The '90s like, are popular again. <laughs> Chokers, those necklaces, those tattoo Actually, yeah, necklaces I that I used ago. to get at Claire's right. back in the fourth grade. That, those are like in style. Wesley Blake true. was wearing one a couple weeks. Yeah, ago. yeah. I have seen like a lot thing. of '90s. Okay, so stuff. they're not popular anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They're done. I'm done with them. <laughs> if Wesley Blake's wearing it, immediately done. No, it's over. I can't I mean, wear French braids anymore. <laughs> no, but like she's the only like I I, I will can I she will concede that like crowd. '90s clothing is coming back, but maybe it's because she's 19. It's just like she's the only person I see dressed like that, and is it's it? like always in her Talking head segments. It's just dress up <laughs> It doesn't drive me off the wall. I'm just like, is anyone else seeing this? (laughs) Have you not been to Brandy Melville recently? I mean, that's like all that they're selling. I didn't even know what you just said. I'm not. She's not even old enough to shop. I'm speaking new language right now. She's not even old enough to shop at Forever 21 yet. Hey, (laughs) she's shopping at Claire's. Can I see your ID, ma'am? You're not allowed into the store. She can't get into Club Monaco because she's too young. (laughs) Oh no. Okay. She can't get into S Club Seven. Alright. No? Okay. That sounds a 90s reference. It's a right. That's a good band. Just don't play it. <laughs> it's a great Please band. don't. <laughs> Just queue up some S Club 7. Stop, stop, stop it. Stop it. The comments. We love this one. We've got like 15 minutes. Thank you. We've got 15 minutes until NXT starts, so we got to get through this show. Okay, so Apollo Crews, we finally see some personality from him on the show. He gets to relax and hang out with his boys. They're playing some video games. Some WWE 2K. And you know that's, that's <laughs> you know that's what they play on the red. <laughs> that's one of the things where it's like that stage. That's one hundred percent. Are you kidding me? This is a lifestyle. So, yeah. Your mouth never ends. <laughs> uh, God. Yeah. 
Um, well, I'm sure that was the the only video game they could get cleared, and yeah, it was one sure. of that was definitely one of those reality show segments where I'm sure they do get together and just hang out or play video games. But Although, that was so if, set up. If you have six people together playing video games, that's a pretty. You're not gonna like get. Hey, everybody, crowd in the living room. I'm gonna play Fallout Four. You can all watch. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but if you yeah. get Madden, uh, NBA yeah, 2K, okay. but wrestling, other other sport game, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Other sport game. Other sport. Although FIFA when I pass. started working at AfterBuzz, we would just have Friday nights. We would sit around with two people playing WWE 2K. Yeah. So that I, I think it was 14 at the time, or yeah. 13 or something like that. 13 yeah. for sure. That's cool. But but yeah. the, but when you're in that that world, you right. need a break. Oh, I actually think <laughs> I, I I think I caught a glimpse. Or they were because they, they had N64 controllers. No, and they, 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 that that last no episode, they were playing yeah. No Mercy. That I can understand because No Mercy is a classic, but. I don't know if it was more like, hey, just play 2K because 2K is going to be out by the time some people <laughs> yeah. go, oh, hey, they play it. Plug I should play it too. Plug the game. I'll give you 20 bucks game. if you play 2K16. Colin, 100%. <laughs> I'm eating this week. Thanks, mister. For, for his character, I would love to see more of that, like, I don't know, like, that seemed natural of him, like, smiling and proud to win and, like... Solid for smiling. Smiling no, and proud what? to win? But, like, wow. like, they even commented on it in the meeting at the end of the show. You, like, what is it, you, you smile? People are just, like, smiling versus, like, legit happy, like... I don't know. That's a lot of people. Wow. <laughs> like, you're really genuine right now, but, like... <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad it came through. Um, okay, so let's talk about we we already saw Tino uh, and his brother in previous episodes, but they they showed yeah okay. um, it was referred yeah. to like his brother was very shortly seen in um, the original episode okay. with Tino yeah in the first episode and yeah. it was mentioned that his brother is an indie wrestler who lives in the area and Tino and him had a tryout at the same time, but Tino. Uh, was signed and his brother wasn't. Mm-hmm. We see more of the story where his brother was actually injured during the time of their tryout, and that could have hindered him from um, actually getting signed. But it, I don't know. Like, what did you think of of this relationship? Um, it's it's. I don't. I don't know. There's not enough there yet for me to really give thoughts on the relationship but it's just it's funny how things work out that two brothers who are both relatively good looking one can wrestle and one can't they try out at the exact same time and the one who doesn't wrestle gets signed it's just that's funny how things work out it also shows you the type that they're looking for you know, right, right. Th- that they were looking for at the time because I feel like it goes through yeah. different stages where mm-hmm. you know one year they want all football players and all rugby players and mm-hmm. all soccer players and then the next year they want all indie wrestlers who have huge followings. So it, it goes through well, it's, cycles. Yeah, it's it's the old WWF mindset, which is you you bring in the established guys who can help put over the guys who have no experience so you can train those while you have these guys established at the same time and it creates a nice crossbreed and a nice mix mm-hmm. um, but it's it's just funny how you, you hear the coaches talk about Sabby and the, he comes off as robotic now either that's as a result of him being benched because of his concussion or just because he doesn't yet fully understand what he's what he's meant to do in that ring you sort of wonder would his brother be any different I mean to me also every football player I think I've ever heard do interviews and basketball players a lot of athletes are very robotic in their their interviews so 
I can't imagine having that media training ingrained mm-hmm. into your head and then having to start completely over <laughs> from scratch um, and throw really all of that away. Yeah, that's because, really good point. because NFL players especially, like they're told, oh yeah, we had a good game. We we tried our hardest, but we're gonna come back next next time. And they're not do, supposed to be know. that animated. No, no, no that's <laughs> really no, animated. That's, yeah, they're not supposed to be punching their. Uh, the defense wasn't really going that hot. Yeah. So next game we're gonna work yeah. on it. So yeah, like thanks, every it's, every athlete it's, that's like yeah. grown up it's in such a system. A canned, yeah. like response. Well, they're that's taught. What we hear they're the taught yeah. to like never show your emotion, never tell the truth. Never give any information. Never throw never anyone else the under the bus. No, they are. <laughs> they're never. They're never supposed to be like. Yeah, the coach fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they're never supposed to be like I, I wouldn't have ran that play, you know. Like unless you're Kobe, you know. Yeah, like yeah. you're never supposed to say what's really on your mind, what you're really f- thinking, where your real emotions are. You're been been taught for the past like half of your life to be like just tell, just give the most banal comment that you gave a comment that someone can print that quote, but don't give anything of substance ever. Keep all of your emotions very guarded. <laughs> I have a toe the line. And, Aaron- and now you're getting into an industry where it's like, you got to hype this up. Throw everybody <laughs> under the bus. You want to beat up everybody. Like, it, that's got to be, <laughs> yeah. like, that's a really good point. Like, that's got to be really hard. Aaron Andrews acting. is like, yeah. thank you so much. That yeah. was a great interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, we should get Richard Sherman into the district. <laughs> wow. Yes. No, awesome. yeah. That's really awesome. hot. Let's get another Adam Lee. Um, Jeff Harvey. Jeff so, Harvey. Um, <laughs> Jamaican me crazy, Kofi. But I thought that I thought that with him and his brother, that was a very. I thought that was very like interesting, just because that little like I tried out conflict. on a whim and I got the job. Like yeah. there has to be some resentment from you yeah. know the younger brother of mm-hmm. your your older brother who didn't really care about wrestling right. is now living out your dream. And I think that if they stick with this these guys yeah. I think they will get into that more because well, Sabi like throughout the I've lived my dream twice now and he yeah. hasn't lived his not only, Sabi, I was gonna say, guilt. Yeah, not only living guilt. out your dream but already have it, owning a house and right. being set up and driving a Maserati yeah <laughs> wearing nice suits he didn't even look like a wrestler because his suit was so nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. That, so how, how hard does he have to try really What? where's his drive in this Where's, well, I think, I think that for ex athletes, it is like that pride thing of like, I can still do something. Like, and there, I have to prove I can still do something. There is a passion there, too. I think Baron Corbin is proof of that. but And Big E is proof of that as well, a former football <laughs> and, player. And Mojo Rally. But it's, it's that question of if you were to win the lottery, what would you be doing? Like, if I were to get $60 million tomorrow, I would still be here every single week. Aww. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would. That's exactly what I would want to be doing. You'd never so. see me again. You want to fly to another country? <laughs> I mean, probably make it a lot easier. Listen, <laughs> I, I love y'all, but I'd be flying everywhere and yeah. wrestling everybody with legs and some people but who don't have legs thing. anymore. So, so you know what? I believe it's, that. It's what you're passionate <laughs> Sugar about. Sugar I'm coming for you. You'd be wrestling still. Like, that That speaks volumes to what you're passionate about. And so, Ooh, I could finally be a money mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, weird. <laughs> Um, we actually. That just end, makes me think of customs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we end the episode with um, 
meetings with Canyon. Some people are getting raises, and uh, some people are unfortunately not. I thought the editing of this part was, like, really brilliant, of, like, you're getting a double bump. That's the highest. You're getting a raise. It's not the top. (laughs) And then the last person to do it was Owens. Yeah, like, you're getting a raise. You're getting a raise. You're getting a raise. And, of course, it's crazy. Uh, I don't want to be around. You're getting a raise. You're getting a raise. I don't want to beat around the bush. We're going to let you go. Everybody, you're fired. But that was the quickest, like, and Cal was just clearly just blind. And the way that shut down. Yeah. <laughs> and the way that they edited it made you feel like everyone's coming out of that office being like, we all got raises! And then Cal, <laughs> when in reality he was probably like several hours apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, that was, yeah. All, that was yeah. a different day, I believe, because they, oh, they released yeah. Cal But it, the way they edited it, oh, yeah. like, right. yeah. there's like, you're getting raises. But also, yeah. they, they, you could definitely tell that some, <laughs> first of all, if you don't want, if you don't read the rags and know that Cal Bishop got let go, that'd be one thing. But... If you just notice in, in the production, Bloom was in the room with everybody but Cal. Yeah. So oh, that yeah, you're that's right. something's different. Something's changing. It's not the same thing. Right. And then before he even sat down, hey, you're being like up. <laughs> Here's your what? 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 Yeah, his his Why? reaction was just like, heartbreaking. So, yeah. The man was crying yeah. in the last episode because he wasn't able to. He wanted to pursue this so much that he did for for forego traveling for the holidays. He wanted to be there so much. You're fired. No, <laughs> not now. <laughs> Speaking about being passionate about it, like, I don't know what to do over holidays. I was going crazy over Thanksgiving because I wanted to work. Well, that's, yeah. It's a lifestyle. Just like, drink. What? No. What I do. Like, I want to work on New Year's Eve. <laughs> I like, I don't want to. I don't want to go out with friends. I want to work on New Year's Eve. Interesting. Hmm. Well, I, actually, that's, that, that's uh, speaking of that, um, just a bit of a, of a housekeeping note. Uh, Breaking Ground might continue during the holidays, oh, yeah. but um, After Buzz as a studio is going to be dark from December 19th to January 2nd. So, um, oh, January 2nd? Yeah. To, so, a couple weeks where, where we may not get any... If, if we do get Breaking Ground, there won't be an after show for it until after New Year's, unfortunately. December 19th to January 2nd. Yep. That's a really big That's two weeks. Break. What am I going to do with my life? You're telling me I work here. <laughs> Wasn't it just one week last year? Probably. Yeah. Maybe because of the days that the holidays end up on. Yeah. Maybe. We don't know. Well, Despite that. Like um, so the wrestling shows, of course, since they are all weekly, so NXT, uh, Raw, SmackDown, those are going to be on a little bit of a break, and we're going to try to catch up on uh, as, as much as that. Oh, whoops. Did I just do something? I just did something wrong. Never mind. Ignore me. What? I don't even speak English. Hopefully we'll be here. Yes. Maybe we, we will. Might, we It'll might be, be a here. Christmas the gift holiday, The holiday schedule, what I meant to say is the holiday schedule is, bil- is still being turned TBD. out. And because Breaking Ground is so unpredictable, so is ours. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Saved it. Absolutely. Nailed it. Way to turn it around. Yeah. What an it. No, I don't even deserve okay. it. Okay. But uh, that brings us to the end of our Breaking Ground after show with that announcement. Um, that confusing, confusing <laughs> announcement <laughs> that had no heading whatsoever. Yeah. Announcement. I apologize. Do you guys have Completely any other thoughts from this episode? I don't speak English. No? Uh, it was fun. Uh, Just yeah. when you watch the episode, picture William Shatner at the booth. That's right. I usually do. Yeah. With no pants. Oh, that says skill sessions, not coffee. skull sessions? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just got a little so, Irish that day. Skull, <laughs> skull, skull sessions. <laughs> with his glasses down. Um... 
Bill, thank you so much thank for you. joining us on it. the Breaking Ground so After Show. If people want to find you or your writing work, where can they find it? Uh, follow me on Twitter at Cinemotel. Check out CagesideSuits.com, uh, SBNation.com slash wrestling. Look me up on IMDb. Three of my movies are on Netflix. You can watch them. Shout out. I am on the Twitter. At CWFH Training on Twitter. If you want to learn how to wrestle, call or text 818-381-2563. Go to nxteam.spreadshirt.com for all the shirts, including a new one for the hobo that just went up, I think, well, it's, a few uh, days ago. It was a Sunday, so that's why Sunday? I've let the Black Friday thing go a yeah. little bit longer. Okay. Um, and you can find me at all of my misinformation at <laughs> Soapbox Mark. On Twitter, a whole bunch of shows during this Jessica Jones, uh, Star Wars. If you're a fan of Moonbeam City, uh, we actually have the creator of the show in tonight at 8.30. Please come visit us. Cool. You can find me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly and on Instagram at Kathy Kelly. Stick around if you're watching live because we are doing the NXT after show in about an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So check that out. And we will see you again, hopefully, for another Breaking Ground episode next week. Yep. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. Bye. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.